guys, welcome back to another episode on Breathe. This is episode number five, and the topic for today is actually a word, and it's called carpe diem. Well, I know most of you might have heard this word, but I never knew this word until I watched a YouTube video of a family channel, and it's called Isti Daniels. It's a family channel, and they're using this word carpe diem for a Disney ride. So they're saying that because of Carpe Diem, we should do every Disney ride and not worry about what's to, what is to come and to just take each ride because you will never know when will be the next time you come back to Disney World or Disneyland. And I thought, wow, this word is actually really interesting. I should learn more about it. I should do some research about it. Because I love motos. I love words with like deep meanings. So I'm thinking, what does carpe diem actually mean? And where does the origin of it come from? So carpe diem is basically the phrase that we use that's called seize a day. And it's from a Roman poet called Horace. I'm not sure if I wrote said it right. But it's called Horace, this poet. And it's from book one or chapter one of his work called Odes. And Carpe Diem is this ancient motto, and it basically means make the most out of the present and have little thought about the future. And I guess as I learned more about it, I would think as Carpe Diem as the phrase where a lot of people say, oh, you never know what would happen tomorrow. Live today as if you might die tomorrow and things like that. And I'll say, I'm not going to talk about that because that's a little bit too extreme. I'm not talking about death because that's, yeah, I would think I would be taking this a little bit too far. But living as if or spending the day in the present and thinking as if there's not going to be a tomorrow, I really think of that as friendship and things like that. And there was this guy friend, I will use a pseudonym and I'll call him... Mike, because I know I don't know Mike in real life. So Mike, he was a new student in my freshman class. So at first he started out as really like approachable and nice. But I just thought I wouldn't I don't have a lot of classes with him. I guess I wouldn't know him too well. But I know that he's taking a lot of advanced classes. So he's taking a lot of advanced math classes. So he doesn't have a lot of class with a lot of our classmates because he's taking one advanced class, which shifts all his schedule. So he's a smart guy, and we don't have a lot of classes with him. So when we see this outer cover, we think, wow, he's super smart. And I just thought, well, it'll be interesting to get to know him better and to get to know his story about, like, oh, how do you become this advanced and things like that. But I got to know him. I realized... Hmm, he wasn't as smart as I thought he would be. He's smart in only some areas, but not a lot in literature area. And as I was with partners with him in literature and a lot of those like liberal arts classes, I'm that type of person where when a lot of people depend on me to do most of the work, in a way that they hype me up thinking that, oh, you're so good, you'll do most of the work. I actually don't really like that. So that was kind of what he was doing. And I got kind of annoyed. 
And I was like, okay, I'm never going to do a group project with him. He's not as smart as I thought he he is. And I started having this degrading thought about him. And then as I got to the middle of second semester, I started to realize, hmm, as I don't work with him in a project, and I was just sitting at this table with him, because we're table partners in literature class, because we're not doing any projects, but as I sit there, he would just tell me about his life, tell me about his experience. So he's a Korean, he's from Korea, and he has this, he would tell me about his family tree, because you know about North and South Korea, right? They're disputing and the borderline and all that stuff. So his family was actually from North Korea, and they moved, or they escaped from North Korea when the wall was built or like this boundary was built so their family actually moved to south korea without any other family members just his grandma and grandpa so they just moved without any family members and he started telling me these, these really interesting stories and about his uncles who were all professors and all that stuff and i'm like wow hmm, he's actually pretty interesting so i wanted to talk to him more and get to know him better then bam it hit me he was going to leave. Yeah, he's not going to be with us next year. Nope, he's leaving. And all my thoughts were like, what? I just started to get to know you and you're leaving right now? What? No. And I got kind of upset. I was like, no, how can he be leaving? What? I wanted to like get to know you better and maybe we could become like better friends. But now he's just leaving. And I would say that's carpe diem because you never know when someone will leave. And I guess it's also another adding motto thing is don't judge your book by its cover. Or don't judge what one person does once and judge them as a whole. And I guess that's kind of the issue I'm having a lot of times when I first meet a person. I have this first impression and if it's bad, well, you're basically screwed. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. So he just, yeah, he's on the plane right now and he's leaving. <sighs> kind of upsetting because I wanted to get to know him better too. Like, because I really love learning about other people's story and family history and all that stuff. So that's Carpe Diem about friendship. And the other one I was going to tell you guys was Carpe Diem traveling. <sighs> That's probably one thing that I regretted the most when I was younger. Because right now with coronavirus going on, we can't travel. And I usually hate going to the same place I've been before because it feels repetitive. But when I was younger, I went to a lot of countries, a lot. And as I grew up, I realized that I actually have an interest in art. And I love going to museums. So when I was younger, we went to Italy, we went to the Colosseum, and we went to like this museum, and we went to France, we saw the Eiffel Tower, we went to Germany, and we saw the Big Ben, and went to a lot of museums, which I don't remember, and I'm so mad, art museums especially. <sighs> I'm kind of mad. And we also went to the Night of the Museum, because one of my relatives had this VIP ticket, not the night of the museum, but the museum where they shot this movie. 
And my brother and I were just like speeding through this museum. We we're bored of this museum. But now that I think back, I should have spent more time in that museum just to look around and just to see the things that are in this museum. And that's my carpe diem. I should have made the most out of every travel and be blessed that I even have this opportunity to travel because many people go throughout life only living in this anchor or this this town that they've been in and been in and they haven't gone out so for me who've been traveling I took that for granted and I was most of the time when I'm on trips with my family when I was younger I threw tantrums I was mad such a long road trip, I get mad. Why are we in a museum again? That's so boring. Why do people like museums? But now when I look back, those are memories in a lot of places that I wish I took time to like look around and made the most out of it. So even if it's museums, you got to actually look at the artwork and listen to like the guides and just remember what you see there. So during my eighth grade year, we went to Russia. So I learned from my past experience that I have to, I love museums, I have to look carefully at all of them. So I actually did, like, took pictures of the museum, some parts. And, you know, when there's this palace and they let you go into this palace and see the chambers, and that's kind of like looking at the interior design, I also love that. So I'm actually glad that I actually took some time in Russia just to look at the interior design. And I found out that I really love designing. So if you if you listen to my previous podcast, I talk about cleaning my house. So that's why I like doing stuff like that. Just like designing and organizing everything. That's really fun. And also about art. So the first carpe diem I talked about is carpe diem with friendship. Spend every day. And every time that you have with a friend that you might think is annoying or you might think that, oh, why do I see them again? I'll make the most out of it. Make the time that you spent together and the opportunity that you have together, time in class together and all that stuff, make the most out of it. Get to know their story. And the second one was Carpe Diem with travel and museums. You might never know what you're interested in. You change your thoughts and you change what you think you are interested in so just make the most out of every opportunity that you can look at something different a different hobby i always thought that i was like this stem girl no interest in liberal arts no what's friday no i hate all that stuff but as i got to do it more i realized that i actually enjoy them there's just this part of my mind to have a little bit talent and interest in that and i missed a lot of opportunities just thinking that i'm this stem girl so make the most out of opportunities you get. So if I sum up this all up, carpe diem is one, we say make the most out of the present and think a little about the future. I like the make the most out of the present, but think little about the future. I wouldn't use that too much. I would think I'll put in a phrase that think a little about the future as in worry a little about the future. Make the most out of today. And the second part of Carpe Diem is Seize the Day, which I didn't talk a lot in this episode. And if you guys would like to hear about Carpe Diem Seize the Day in future episodes, you guys can message me on Instagram at the podcast brief 
and tell me that you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to hear from you guys. I hope this episode was interesting and I hope that you can relate to the Carpe Diem short stories that I told you guys. That's all for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in on Breathe. This is episode number five, and I hope to see you on episode number six. Bye.